0: Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed. Got my lovely wife, Shell, here today, Miss Southern Shell. Got Tyler over on the boards. Week before Memphis in May. Yep. <laughs> Are y'all Ready?
1: I guess. I got summer fever real bad.
0: Really? <laughs> School's about to be over. Hey, that's what I'm counting down. <laughs> I'm counting down these 5.30 a.m. alarms. I hate it. Oh. I can't, I've been, I, I, That's the one thing. It's like in summer, at least I can sleep. If I can get to 6.15, I'm, I'm a different person. <laughs> 5.30 sucks. It does.
2: That sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> My son still goes to school at like 9 o'clock. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. No, we got to have – we have to be leaving the house – what six thirty five? 640 yeah.
1: is our window.
0: Yeah, have him there at seven seven oh five. With tra- you never know what traffic's going to be going through yeah. town. So that's the that's what I, that's the most I'm looking forward to summer right there. Is that bad? <laughs> no, uh, I just keep. he having... got like what two more years and he can drive. <laughs> I'm counting that down. I'm going to get him all and turn him loose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just keep uh, hearing that song. Stuck in my head. I don't want to work. I just want to bank on to drum all day. That's what it's just been going on in my head. I'm thinking. On about, loop. Yeah, every time I got to do something.
0: Well, are you excited? Yes. For and I'm May? getting
1: myself pumped up.
0: Got your list out. Got everything loaded in a trailer. We're sitting on go as far as <laughs> loading. So so
1: list, yeah. We're, I think so. Trailers loaded.
0: So we get to drop. Mark's hopefully, nervous. Hopefully. There, so we signed up for early load-in. Like when you go to the Cooks meeting back, I guess it was 1st of April, something like that, they have a little booth set up to where if you need early load-in, you can go ahead and sign up for it. And we always do because it just makes it easier. Because the normal load-in for Memphis May will be Saturday morning. And this year, they're doing it totally different. Well, not totally different, but you've got an assigned time that is, that's the only, so it's supposed to. That's how it leave, used to be,
1: but they were no, real lenient with it.
0: Well, you didn't have an assigned time. You had like your group had a yeah. window. Now it's like they're only letting like six people at this time in. Oh, and
2: okay. So
0: that's when you get there and it's supposed to clear the alleyways because they're not wanting people to park um in there at all. It's supposed to be like,
1: this is going to be drop
0: your stuff and get your vehicle out. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how all that works.
1: Yeah, we always try to go for the uh, early drop. Well, we don't want to have to be down there on a Saturday. We'd yeah, rather do it on
0: a day before Mother's Day. I mean, you yeah. want to, you know, get in and get out as fast as possible. We can't really You can't set stuff up until the tent rental and the floor rental people and the scaffolding people and all that get their stuff done. So all you can really do is drop. Now, if you're one of those teams that bring your own floor and <laughs> And You're you going to be busy erecting stuff. You're going to be really busy all weekend.
1: Oh, on Sunday there'll be people building huge booths. Oh yeah, ridiculous. I mean, somebody did a model of Graceland one time.
2: Oh my I, gosh!
0: Oh, there's yeah, there's oh, yeah. Kinds of, they, There's a that's part of. There's a a category for best booth, which we don't never try to do that. Oh, you we couldn't.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no can compete with these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like they did
1: bring in fountains and there's plants teams. and.
0: Some teams only want to win that. Yeah. I was like, well, you know, eat your own. I'd rather cook. I mean, the stuff,
1: yeah, (laughs) (laughs) the stuff that they do is incredibly impressive.
0: What's the coolest one you've ever seen?
1: The Grayson one was was pretty good.
0: There's been, Um, there's an architect firm that sponsors a team or has a team. They always do incredible stuff. Yeah.
1: So most of the time they get scaffolding and make like a two or even sometimes three-story structure. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous. It's crazy to think this is all for one weekend at a barbecue. But then they um basically build a facade onto that scaffolding. Mm-hmm. It's usually a wood frame structure, and they paint it and cut it and hot glue stuff to it. Just for a
0: week out there in the park. Yeah.
2: yeah, I saw like a pyramid last year. I think. Yep. Yeah, that was yeah. super cool.
0: There's been a, I've seen a volcano before. Yeah. It was like, there's, been, there's been all kinds of weird stuff.
1: There's usually one team that has like this big hog head with, uh, and it has smoke coming out the nose. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one's always really cool.
0: Just to dismantle it in the same weekend. like, yeah. Well, it'll say they week or It usually takes them longer than, like it's probably ready by Wednesday and then it's going to stay till Saturday and take it all down.
1: That's the setting stuff up is one thing. Breaking it down on Sunday.
0: Yeah, you get a week to break to set it up, and then you get one day to take it down and get it out.
1: There was one year we had a pretty big booth, and every day I'd want to haul different stuff down there. Decorations and ferns and all kinds of stuff, and then come Sunday, it took us forever to get everything out. I was like, I will never do this again, ever.
0: Make curtains and hang them (laughs) and signs and set it up like it's a room. Yeah. No, that is overkill. It looked good, though. Oh, it looks awesome. It really does look good while you're down there partying and getting it all tore up and nasty and the weather's beating on it. It's getting sandblasted.
1: We used to bring trophies down there and set up a big table with a bunch of trophies. It'll
0: ruin trophies it too. It will. You let them stay overnight a couple of times and go through some of that river uh, dew, where all the dew gets on everything yeah. in the morning and then it gets hot and the sun bakes it. And then it's dusty
1: the, in the afternoons.
0: Cheap bowling trophies cannot, <laughs> they cannot withstand that. We even some, messed up some of our good ones, I like some know. of our violins and stuff that we got for the fiddles from Galax, and the weather's just not good for those. So we quit taking stuff like that down there.
1: You had a cool, like, cannon too. Yeah. Yeah. That it was like a real cool brand in Mississippi. Yeah. And it got wrecked. That's
0: the board on, on it. Okay. Hey, yeah. So we quit. I mean, and we would haul it, it would be a trailer load of stuff just to set it out there for display. I guess we, we saw other people doing it, so we thought we had to do it.
1: <laughs> Y'all thought that it would impress the
0: judges. <laughs> yeah. Anything for a tenth of a point. <laughs> so, are you ready? Uh, yeah, I guess I'm ready. Ready as I'll ever be. It's here.
2: I got it easy. So, like, I'm psyched. <laughs> I just show up and I, mean, like I have helped a lot more. Like, the, you know, I've been helping load the trailers and stuff like that a little bit more than I have in the past and stuff. And I'm trying to be a little more hands on, but. I feel like I have it, you know, pretty easy. Don't have a lot of lists or anything like that yet. Until it starts, you know. So we,
1: I feel like your job is pretty hard.
2: I don't know. I love it though. So yeah, like,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's social nice that I don't social have media for members of Yeah, oh, yeah. It's nice that I don't have to be worrying about that all the time.
2: <laughs> That's what everybody says. Like while I'm there, they'll always be like, "Man, you have the best job ever! Like it's, it's so great. All you got to do is like lift your phone up and record Malcolm
0: doing something." And I'm like, "Yeah, I do. I have the best <laughs> job in the world." I tell everybody. We talked about yesterday where we were filming some videos at the house. You know, we're supposed to do a podcast next week. Yeah. But we think we're going to attempt something that we've never done. And it's kind of a uh what Tyler, what do you want to call it? A mobile podcast, I guess? Yeah, like a it's live alive. on the spot Memphis and May podcast. Yeah. It's not but it's not gonna be live on like podcast platforms. We're only going to live it on We're Facebook. We're
1: going to live stream it on Facebook and then turn that live stream into our podcast.
0: And then we'll record it and release it on As all normal, the po- like, yeah. pi- but not
2: video. Or, yeah, it'll be video yeah. too. So you'll get the video the Monday after Memphis May. but if you listen to the audio on Friday, uh, you can get the audio on Friday. And then if you want to watch the video early, you can go on Facebook and watch it. I, we yeah, think. We think.
1: Yeah, yeah. we got to work out the yeah. technical stuff. In
2: theory. This, we, have, in theory.
1: <laughs> we have some things from Amazon on the way. Yeah. To allow us to do a mobile podcast.
0: But, so what got me to think about that was like, someone, in, was it in the community? Someone said, y'all should go live and do a Q&A, you and Mark, at Memphis in May. Yeah, I believe his name is Scott. Yeah, and so we said, and I was like,
2: you know what? That's a good idea. That's
0: a great idea, because we could get out there like Thursday morning, bake some Bloody Mary. Somebody sent us a Bloody Mary to say, what kind of Bloody oh, Mary yeah. mix is that? I had never had it.
1: So it I've never is. seen it before. But it's got a cool... I like the oh, yeah. packaging.
0: Sunday fun Day Bloody Mary mix. <laughs> uh, we're going to we're gonna try got this at Memphis it. and May. Yeah, it's got a pig on it. Uh, I guess it's from Charlotte. What does it say? Charleston Pit Crew, Pig Crew. That's where it's from. So, huh. We're going to try that at Memphis and May. And I'm...
1: Um, I'm still going to have some more. Bloody Marys, yeah. yeah. Are
0: you going to still have the morning one? Yeah, I want the deal case. one. Can we get the deal one? Yeah. That's my new go-to the deal yeah
1: i mean Morningwood. you know
0: what i love you know the classic zing zing can't go wrong with it
1: yeah it needs a little and i love
0: help. jimmy love yeah. that's a great one yeah. and then the Morningwood wood one that we kind of discovered that one last year i think at memphis in may yeah so that's uh and then we now we got sunday fun day bloody mary mix we'll
1: find out if, if it's any if good. if it's any good yeah I have learned we got our
0: buddy Are you Bond's uh, family
1: Yeah they have They've got some things. Great
0: Bloody Mary Mary's. We're going to have Bloody Mary's A bit of some age We need a lot of Tito's <laughs> A lot
1: I like day drinking
0: I'm after buy <laughs> Bloody like Mary this year But what are we going to do Sit down and Q&A And maybe have some people Jump in like Mark yeah. Jump in and yeah. answer Some questions And just hopefully Do an hour Right there on the river In our booth And uh, you know Have some fun with it That's the plan Let's See
1: what happens Yeah
0: <laughs> Fingers crossed the whole, the, it hinges on internet availability. Yeah. Because which when you get all those people down there on the AT&T network, which is what we use, it could get jammed up. We could lose connection. We can always record it and still, I guess, I don't okay. know. Um,
1: I'm yeah. hoping the fact that we're doing it Thursday morning, they're just not, there's not the public in at that time. Yeah. Time.
0: So it shouldn't be as bad.
1: Yeah. We should be able to pull it yeah. off. If I'll we were trying to do it Thursday yeah. at 8 p.m., Yeah,
0: it would We'll be see. A mess. We'll see. And we're going to do some other stuff too, Tyler. You're going to grab, we're going to kind of do a daily update or something you said. Yeah. So got we're some gonna, illusions of grandeur on some of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that too. <laughs> Sounds good, but wait till we get down there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to pull off like a vlog style video to give everybody kind of a behind the scenes yeah. look at each day at Memphis. Yeah, AMA like a
1: documentary style. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
2: Yeah. So we'll ask you questions every day, how we perform, certain things and stuff like that. And then. Obviously, like the award ceremonies and stuff like that. So it's be awesome. Okay,
0: cool. Um, Probably gonna the team do all the award stuff. I usually bow <laughs> out of that. Yeah. This will be oh, my right. first time. I'm excited. You didn't go last year when they were on stage?
2: No, uh, I uh, had to leave. Evacuated um, when the tornado hit oh, or yeah. whatever it was. So. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> just I'm like, oh, about just that. Gonna... man, have y'all seen the weather?
2: I have not. Rain <laughs> every day. Fantastic.
0: Bring your mud boots, bring your hip waders. Umbrellas, bring your shorts, bring your jackets.
1: You never know. You never know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, I think we have some big news, or it's big news to me. What is it? Um, You were nominated for the oh, Barbecue Hall of Fame.
0: I was. I was. I was very shocked. I was not expecting that. Yeah. And
1: to, I can see that.
0: For me, that is... For it ain't just for me; it's for everybody. It's for every. I mean, I couldn't do this without you. I couldn't do that with our team. You know, Tyler, all the, yeah. all the stuff we've done over these years for everybody watching, for people cooking in their backyards. <laughs> that's what this is for. Are you working on your catchphrase <laughs> <stage> right now? <laughs> no, no, not really. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you think about it. I mean, just a guy that cooks barbecue, yeah. you know, and share Whatever. with people. So
1: I know I'm a little biased, but I don't. I feel like you're very deserving.
0: No, I appreciate that.
1: I feel like you changed the game.
0: What? It's like your mom telling you you're cute.
1: (laughs) Well, I think you're cute. Changed the game. You did. Nobody was doing it. Hey, you're not wrong. When we started doing what we were doing, people made fun of us
0: Uh, every day. (laughs) Every time I went to a contest,
1: they told us that we were
0: fools. Yep. Still making your little videos, aren't you? Still making you?
1: your little videos. That was a
0: question I would get from people. You still making your little videos?
1: I say, I'm trying. And they said it was... I say a, the
0: same thing now. Yeah, as long as somebody watches one, I'll make one.
1: And they said it with a little bit of a... Yeah. Huh. 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 Yeah. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Bless your little heart. Look at him thinking he's going to be somebody.
2: But now you have inspired thousands of content. And now the same
1: people that were making fun of him...
0: Are making videos.
1: <laughs> are doing, <laughs> copying what he did. So. Uh, uh, sorry. That's, to me, that's one. No, it
0: is cool. It's a, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really you're honor. Yeah. Just to be nominated is an honor. I don't know if I have a chance. There's some great guys on that list yeah. that are probably way more deserving than I am. And some people that got left off of it. Some of my heroes, you yeah. know, that, that didn't get put in there. So that doesn't oh, mean I'm not
1: going to argue that, but I do think you're very deserving of it.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to the American Rule,
0: you know, the, yeah, for, yeah. for having the Hall of Fame and for nominating. It. No,
1: it's a huge honor. Good luck
0: to everybody and that's in. There's,
1: yeah, it's a huge honor, and I'm excited for you. And yeah, we'll find out the 26th is when think, they announce it. If you're 25th, actually because like they nominated 10 people, and um,
0: there was like ex- 90 entries or yeah. 90 nominations, and they vet you. And they took the top 10, I guess, or however they ranked it. I don't know. The committee did, so now they vote, and it's not a public vote either. It's like the committee votes, and the f- and the former Hall of Fame uh, inductees vote. So it's not that many people voting. I do got some friends in there, though. I think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's a huge honor, and you're right. There's people that are deserving too, and yeah, but still,
0: they congratulations to everybody nominated. You know, it's, yeah. that's, that's pretty awesome that people think enough of you to. To nominate you for a Hall of Fame. And they pick four people from yeah, that yeah. list. Yeah,
2: four people
1: four. from the list of ten. Got It's
0: it. mm-hmm. awesome. I don't know how many is in there total now, but it's, you know, it's pretty ex- exclusive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this last week, you released two new seasonings.
0: Yeah. I haven't we, been
1: here. Dang it.
0: Did we didn't bring those in? No. no. should have. No. But hey, Tyler, go we'll grab them. them. They're yeah. in the Malcolm's line. Uh, Are yeah. we going to pause it for a second? You can just run out there and grab it. Okay. Um, it's an
1: Italian stallion seasoning and a
0: hero so hero.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's still recording. About to get them. That's cool. Well, yeah. No, I, I did. Uh, um, These have been in the works for a while, and it's kind of like in my Ma- Malcolm's line where it's not just barbecue stuff. Yeah, these are cooking stuff, cooking seasons and stuff that I use in the kitchen. And you can, I mean, they're gr- they're great using them. You know, on on meat on the grill or, you know, in the smoker or anything like that. But this is them, my two new releases. I've got the Italian Stallion.
2: Michael and... came
1: up with that name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what they called Rocky, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know if that's, you know, legal or not. We call it that. <laughs> I like this. It's Italian Stallion. Oh, it's Italian Stallion. Pizza, Italian seasoning, pasta, anything goes. If you like Italian food, you would like the Italian Stallion.
1: We've been... Making that for a while now, yeah, and using it for pizzas, spaghetti season, spaghetti, spaghetti. Yeah, it's really good spaghetti.
0: And then my jalapeno Greek gyro hero. If you like Greek food, or just a little spice to your Greek,
1: if you like Cavender, if you or like, want, a yeah, spicy, want a little
0: spicy. yeah, a little spicier, tastier, zestier Cavender style or seasoning, Greek seasoning. It's great. I mean, you know, it's good on everything too. I tell you what, Mikey used some of this. Last week he did a sausage and cheese board, and he was just trying uh, something to put over the sausage and the cheese. And he went with a little of that Euro Hero, just kind of sprinkled it over it like we would a dry rub. And yeah. he said it was fantastic on smoked sausage like that. And I was like, "You didn't cook it or anything?" He's like, "No, man, we just sprinkled it over it." So
1: you know, um, one thing one. I use for the Euro Hero is uh, green beans. Yes, very good pan. on sauteed
0: green beans. I mean, you know, a lot of this stuff we do use when. It's, not necessarily just grilling. No, it's like whenever we're cooking, grabbing a bottle of seasoning out of the out of the cabinet. That's what we're going with. You know, side dishes. Different. And
1: I I did little pork roast with the Tag Stallion last mm-hmm. week. They were really good.
0: Serve that up with some Brussels sprouts and some carrots roasted with a little balsamic glaze. Yeah, was good. Um.
1: So enough shameless plugs. Enough shameless <laughs> plugs. <laughs>
0: Hey, we got new seasons to try, man. People got to try them.
1: So, um, talking about Memphis May for people that are coming in, visiting Memphis for the first time. Where would you tell someone are the must eat places while you're here on, vac- on a trip?
0: If you're coming to coming to coming downtown or anywhere,
1: you're just coming to Memphis. You're going to spend the weekend. You might spend one day in Memphis in May, oh. but you got three or four different opportunities to go try restaurants.
0: So, you know, I always barbecue shop.
1: That's, my, that's one of my Cozy favorites. Corner. Yep.
0: Go get a sausage and cheese plate and a pitcher of beer at Rendezvous. <laughs> go get you some nachos or some wings at Central. You know, th- those are just right down in the Memphis and May area yeah. downtown, close enough to get to. And you know, if you're going to travel out, go down to uh, Pete Melissa and John Dave. It's down there at Memphis Barbecue Company. If you want to go to uh, Germantown Commissary is another one of my favorite ones. Uh,
1: Did you say Central? Yeah.
0: For, mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I love Central's wings. Yeah. Their wings are so dick, I'm good.
1: That's what I always get there. Barbecue nachos a, and yeah. wings.
0: I'm a wing man. I got to get them. I got it when I go.
1: But what about non-barbecue?
0: Gus's fried chicken. <laughs> that's
1: <laughs> yeah. on my list, too.
0: <laughs> man, he, you know another good one? The catfish, the fried catfish at Blue City Cafe
1: that's a good. One. That's a good suggestion. Yeah,
0: it's really good.
1: And that's right downtown. Right downtown.
0: I got a bowl of gumbo. Some fried catfish.
1: And Blue City Cafe has that feeling that you want. That is like, you feel mm, like you're on Bill Street. It's yeah, been there yeah.
0: forever. It's, it's right on the corner.
1: Yeah, it's got the vibes. You um, got a
0: pint at the flying saucer. <laughs> diver at Silky's.
1: <laughs> do they still do divers? Yeah, <laughs> they do divers. What's a diver? Tell everybody what a diver is. It's
0: it's it's one of the best it's, drinks ever made. No, so you start
1: a, off with a bucket.
0: It's a big pink <laughs> bucket looking plastic yellow bucket. And what all do this, you think
1: that is like it's just
0: a plastic five bucket.
1: gallons
0: no 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 it, ain't th- it may be a gallon but like really gallon bucket. yeah i don't think it's more than a gallon okay but just say gallon plastic pail okay is what it is and they fill it up with ice and then i guess whatever cheap wine some kind of drink mix some, a bunch of alcohols and the cheapest beer you can put in it the to top off and a ton of grenadine and a handful of cherries and Sounds it sounds great, don't it? <laughs> but when you stir it all up, it kind of has that Memphis-style hurricane yeah, flavor to it. Yeah, it's not as sweet as a hurricane, but it's a low-down and gritty hurricane. <laughs> and it's and they give you like a handful of straw, so this thing's meant to share. It's not like I have drank one like by myself, <laughs> but it's really meant to share. Yeah, and. Actually, my cousin drank two one night, and it Ooh. was it was a bad night, <laughs> bad bad night. That's two gallons. I know. <laughs> wow. That was at the really good silkies when it used to be over on Madison.
1: Man, I those never were good silkies. That's before my time.
0: Way before that was one of the best college bars I'd ever been to.
1: Um, did they have the goats in Midtown?
0: No, I don't remember. Okay. Any, I don't remember any goats being there.
1: In downtown, they had the goats. I don't they think stood, they. Did they? they don't,
0: I don't know. I think so. They just have goats? Like what
1: yeah, there's Two pet like a,
2: goats
0: that live there. Yeah.
1: And like people will up beer.
0: How have I never seen these? I've been to Bill Street so. Many. There's a lot like if it's you're like right a there, area yeah. there
2: off their patio. If you're
0: facing Silkies, it's on the right side of it in that little patio area.
2: Oh, okay. So I've never been over there.
0: there's like a window bar you can order from from the street side, and then right beside it, it's like an iron gate. That's where the gate there's like a little goat house with a ramp they can get yeah. up in. They have toys and stuff.
2: That's awesome. <laughs> Did not know that.
0: I don't know how they keep anything. The goat will eat everything. I don't know how to, <laughs> the house must be made out of metal or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, I had Huey's on my list, too. Hey. Yep. Oh, Huey's? Yeah. Um, uh, how'd I forget Huey's? Yeah. I usually in, end up there at least one night. of I mean, if it's May, it was there the late night. And you can go in and get a burger and some Huey's cheese fries. And then you're ready to go to bed.
1: Draft beer. Yeah. Get up
2: and do it over. They have our, my, me and my wife's favorite spinach dip, too. So if you're like looking to get some appetizers and stuff. We always share a burger, we get spinach dip, and we get loaded cheese fries. I've
0: never had – It's had hard their, for me to get away from the cheese fries. Yeah. Their, their wings are good. They're different.
1: What do you mean different?
0: They um, It's a whole wing, and they fry them, but then they toss them in like this – it's not really a wing sauce, but it has like almost a Greek or Middle Eastern flair to it. Yeah. And it's real thin, and it has more of like a – Oil based than just butter. I mean, it's good. It's good. It's different. It's a different kind of wing.
1: I kind of want to try that. Yeah, they're really good. But it's a fried wing. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, like it has,
0: it has like a cumin kind of, I don't know, all different kinds of herb spice to it. Oh, it's cuminy? I mean, it, I wouldn't say curry, but it's close, you know, it's kind of yeah, in that line of a yeah. curry. How It's got the different, you know, different seasonings, you know when you herbs get, in it.
1: Get wings at like an Asian joint. Yeah. You yeah. Kind of have that. Um, turmeric kind of not not, not, not really,
0: really yeah not really turmeric. It's good though. You have to you have, we'll have to get something yeah, to get down we'll this some week. Next
1: time we...
0: We'll be, we'll end up at Huey's one day. Yeah. I promise you. What's your favorite burger at Huey's?
1: Um, the Senor Senor, Senor Huey. Huey. <laughs> Basically, it's just their uh, burger with jalapenos and pepper jack cheese on it.
0: It's <laughs> a good. What's one? yours? I used to just go classic Huey's burger. Classic Huey's. Blue's 57, yeah. baby. Oh, that Blues the Blue's 57? Good too.
2: Blue cheese, fr- like fried onion straws on there. Heinz 57. So good. Is it
0: barbecue sauce or Heinz 57? Heinz 57. Okay. That's they
2: call it the Blue's 57. Yeah.
0: It's so good. Madison Avenue is good, too. It's a good one. Which one? It's just called the Madison Avenue Burger. And then they got another one that's like a Sunriser. It's got yeah. an egg on it.
1: Yeah. That one's
0: good, Pretty too. Hughes is like a local Memphis burger joint. They've got multiple locations.
1: Um, I had Gibson's donuts on my list
2: too.
0: Nah, overrated. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: overrated.
2: My wife's been getting them a lot and for like any get together or anything like that that we have. And it's so
0: good. They're like, good, but I, I mean, really good too. Hernando's donuts are just as good.
1: <laughs> I'm, and they don't I
0: have, I don't that. think they have kolaches there.
1: That's true.
2: They just don't do like, I guess, as fancy stuff. Like you can get like crushed Oreos on top. Yeah. Like yeah. It's kind of
0: more like, I guess, uh, classic like donut shop. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't need all the fancy stuff. It you just want a, glazed. Yeah, I mean, I uh, you know, like a beer cream field. Well, I call it white icing field. Yeah. Probably the one I like. Yeah.
1: Um, and I also had uh, either Brother Juniper's or Arcade for breakfast.
2: Brother Juniper's is so good. It is. Yeah. It's so, hard to get in there, though. You yeah. got to go early. The
0: loaded grits are so good. I think I'm not. I mean, Arcade's okay, too.
1: <laughs> you just. It's
0: <laughs> just an old diner. <laughs> Go to Waffle House.
1: And um one other thing, so there's a Bane barbecue. He had a food truck for a while and he was doing briskets and stuff, uh, and kind of Texas style barbecue. Yeah. But now he's got his uh, a brick and mortar restaurant. Where, where is it
0: at? I mean I haven't heard of that.
1: I know, that's why while we're down there, this pat next yeah, week Yeah, is it downtown?
0: Might... Texas style barbecue downtown. We'll have to try that. Cooper. So midtown. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, that'd be a great place to swing through after we drop one day Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that.
0: Texas style barbecue in Memphis. That's I'm, I'm going to go get a review really on that place. Yeah,
1: I've heard it's really good
0: in Cooper Young.
1: Yeah. Okay. In that area, real close to that area, I feel feel like right now would be a good time to tell you that blue plate is the best mayo on the planet. <laughs> you
0: know this we got to bring a blue I plate I did hey I I got a recipe we just put on TikTok there using like this the, a hot and spicy blue plate it's, I called it a barbecue pasta salad and so what it was I tell you know, everybody's had like a rotini summertime pasta salad or even the box kind the suddenly salad you yeah, see a
2: lot. Yeah,
0: yeah. Those are just easy but this kind of takes that to a homemade level and what I did was a uh, uh took a link of country pleasing smoked sausage, cut it up into little bite sized pieces, like half it and then dice it up. season it with a little barbecue rub, throw it on the pit, and I put it. I do that so um, it'll get like cook. The, it'll get a little crispy on the edges. You could you could do it in the oven if you want to, but throw it on you know pellet smoker, two hundred seventy five degrees. It don't take thirty minutes, but they get kind of crispy and it cooks some of the grease off out of it, so it's not greasy in your pasta salad. And then, once you get a little crust on the outside of all those little pieces, throw it on some paper towel and let it drain. So, you've got like these little lardon pieces of
1: yeah.
0: smoked sausage. And it's
1: got a little crunch on that. Yeah, it's side. got a little crunch
0: on it. And so, you pot-
1: could do that in the
0: oven. Yeah, you could definitely do it on yeah. broil in the oven or just, you know, put it on 350 in the oven and let it go till they get crispy. What you want to do is just toss them around every while. Cause what I found when you do it on a sheet pan, uh, on that full side, that's going to be the side that gets crispy first because it's in the grease. And I guess that full is kind of radiating the heat. And so if you'll flip them over, it'll get all edges of it crispy like that. I just take a little spatula and move it around. Then, bowl the pasta, just, what is it, seven, eight minutes? package directions. Package directions on a box. I think it was, it might not have been a full, like, 16-ounce box. It's like 12 ounces, whatever. whatever. They're value engineering our stuff now at the grocery store, so a little bit less than what you think it would be. should have been a one-pound box, but it is what it is. (laughs) And so... You boil that, strain it, and I just let it kind of set to the side so it cools down a little. I don't, I'm not a fan of warm white like, pasta salad. You, I know you like. I do. Take it out of the bowl, strain it, mix it all together. And I, I don't like that.
1: You want it cold. I
0: want it co- I want my pasta salad cold. And so I t- diced up like red onion, half some tomatoes, sliced black olives, uh, broccoli. broccoli, little broccoli florets, cubed up some cheddar cheese as I was thinking, barbecue pasta salad, yeah. sausage and cheese. And so it's going in there, too. And then for the dressing, I just took uh, the hot and spicy blue plate. It was like half a cup. And then I put in um, some...
1: Zesty Italian. Zesty Italian. <laughs> I, 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 I
0: always buy, like, the whatever. It's usually whatever's on sale, Zesty Italian. Yeah. Most of the time it's craft. Sometimes it's store brand. Whatever you can get, Zesty Italian dressing. And then cracked black pepper. And you whisk that up until it's just real smooth you combine all of it, drizzle the dressing, fold it, and then put it in the refrigerator for one hour. And it's chilled and ready to serve. All those flavors come together. Uh, the dressing kind of softens up the broccoli a little bit. But, I mean, still, it's really good. It's it really is good. really good.
1: And if you think that uh, only putting a half a cup of that mayo in it isn't going to make it spicy. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: It's got a kick. What'd you think, Todd? Did you think it's spicy? I did, and I think you could even like just by adding a little bit more. If you like a little bit more spice, you yeah. could probably add it. But it just be warned to scum, burn. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
0: No, it's a it's like a a man temperature level spa- yeah. pasta salad. You know.
1: I liked it. I thought yeah. it was pretty good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's you really, wouldn't want to serve it to a kid though. It's different,
0: you know, because it, I mean, flavor wise, it's not like uh, overly. Seasoned or anything mm-hmm. like that, because mm-hmm. but it's just it's creamy. You get all the snap from the vegetables and stuff, the sausage and the cheese. I didn't. I've never, you know, usually don't do that in a pasta salad, but it is really good. You know, it helps.
1: uh Yeah, it up, goes
0: with it, and it does make it a great barbecue side dish.
1: You don't have to eat too many vegetables without. <laughs> yeah, you get all. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> Balances out, right? Yeah, you I ate that. two bowls of it. <laughs> two bowls. <laughs> No, that was a good. That was really good.
1: Um, you also did Denver steaks. We released one this yeah, week.
0: Yeah. So Denver steaks, man, that's a. Uh, you, I wish they had those in all the grocery stores. I don't know why they don't. It's cut out of like the chuck roast area.
1: So what do they typically do with that cut?
0: I guess part of the chuck roasters are, are grind it up. It's not normally sold as a steak, but it looks like boneless short rib.
1: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's just you know they're little perfect little individual steaks. They're probably eight, ten ounces in that range. You usually don't see them a whole lot bigger than that. But these came from uh, my buddy Kevin down at the butcher shop. You hear me talk about it all the time. He, of course, he's got he's got the good meat. He's got the good good. <laughs> <laughs> and so they uh, these steaks they come and they're kind of they're trimmed already. I don't have to do anything to them really. But well, he sells them to you. I think they, they just come in a two pack, and you open them up and. They don't take long to cook. You think being being chuck roast or from the chuck roll area, which is like shoulder, that that it works. It's going to be a tough muscle. Well, this this muscle is not like that. It eats um, a lot like I would say ribeye or strip steak, yeah. New York strip, strip. Yeah, kind of like definitely. it'll remind you of that, but it's marbled way more. So you get that muscular fat like a ribeye has you get that marbling in it but it doesn't more have the big do. pockets
1: of fat but it like doesn't a have ribeye. a big pocket yeah,
0: yeah you're not going to get like a big pocket of fat yeah and so that's why i liked it and they i mean you just it cooked i think i did like a minute or so each side and then kind of did that again to get that crosshatch going on the straight now i didn't use grill grates or anything i just used the weber grate Two's on fire seasoned it really really simple um, and then got them on some, you know, what, I put a little prime, uh, prime swine life, prime beef, and then a little steak rub to give it some coarse, little coarse herbs and stuff, peppers on the top of it, and then high heat first, one minute, one minute, turn it, one minute, one minute, move it to the indirect side, the cool side of that two-zone fire, and then I just watched it till it came up to, they're like, you know, I like mine about one twenty-five right in that, that, that I and mean, if you like it a little rare, you can go a little rare in that, but.
2: If you like, a little, more, you would like you just, a little more,
0: go a little more. Yeah. I just watch it, but take it off, let them rest. And then the only thing with those, um, I mean, the grain, you got to watch kind of how the, the grain, grain runs. runs.
1: Funny.
0: So like that could have been one big Denver steak that yeah. the grain run and you could have cut it, you know, and but this was like cut in half. So it turned the grain is oh. And so then I had sliced it long ways and then you can come back and you can cut those strips into whatever yeah. size pieces if you're serving it. I'm eating at a steakhouse. I'm just gonna go at it. Yeah, just like you, you know, would, powder. you know, ribeye or whatever yeah. else. But that's the only thing. But man, it would melt. Oh, it melted your mouth. It was really good. It was succulent. <laughs> it was so good.
1: So, like, I, I just thought of this question: When you're eating a ribeye, is there a grain that you're supposed to be working? I mean, with? not you
0: do know, no, no ribeye or anything. I mean, you always want to cut I mean, any protein. Is there a grain? On any protein, you want to cut across the grain. Yeah. But on that ribeye, yeah, I think it's sliced out of the roast, and it's, you're going across the grain on it anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, the way it's running, the way that muscle, I guess, works, it's running, they're all running down the length of the loin, so when they cut it, it really, it's because of the thickness of it, it's not mattering as much either. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: Um, You also, it hasn't, um, it's dropping this weekend, but you did your charred up chicken. <laughs> call it burn
0: ass chicken. Yeah, I was trying to be a little PC on that one. <laughs> I don't know how the how, how the tubes would act if you just called something burn ass chicken on it, but that's, that's what that's what everybody calls it. I mean, I call it chicken thighs. Back so when I first started cooking competition barbecue, um, we we were in the Memphis and Mayor the MBN era to where it was all pork. You know, I didn't I didn't cook KCBS back then. There was no there weren't chicken. Around. There was no brisket. You know, I didn't. All we had was pork categories, rib, shoulders, whole hog, and so they would do ancillaries where they would do a chicken or anything beef or whatever like that. And
1: that was your Friday night. And so,
0: yeah, but we didn't. So nobody was cooking just like competition thighs the way you think. You know of them now, where it's this pretty box with six thighs in it glazed up. It was anything goes chicken, and so I was cooking these just for fun. On a Friday night, and they were good eating because we cook them at home, I'd go to – I think I was going to Aldi at the time. Buying a bag of these frozen, boneless, skinless thighs. I would take the Aldi bag, froze now, mind you, open it, dump it over in a Ziploc bag, get me a bottle of the zesty Italian dressing, dump it in there, and maybe put some barbecue rub and a little hot sauce in there and stick it in the cooler. And I would do this, like, for Friday morning. And it would sit in there all day and kind of thaw and, you know, and marinate. And by the time Friday night came, when it was time to cook those, we'd always have a grill going because we were cooking food for the public. I'd usually have my little Weber kettle sitting there. And I would fire up some coals, get those chickens out, th- put them on some paper towels, kind of blot them a little bit, season them. Season them with what my were you seasoning
1: bar- them with way back in the day?
0: <laughs> Probably number five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we put flavorama number five on everything back then. We didn't know. We weren't making our own rubs and stuff. I mean, that, that didn't come along till you know we got that, to the pro division.
1: Yeah, is that a regional thing? Number five.
0: I don't know. <laughs> it's like everybody it used to be an all. I mean, everybody, everybody had used Number five. If you don't know how many how many of these bottled rubs are based on? Like flavorama number five. That was that was the flavor everybody was trying to go for.
1: You Used to go to, to the, have to go the bad part of town to their <laughs> grocery store.
0: Yeah, to buy. yeah. If you That's buy right. it in
1: like three pound bag. No, that would be a one pound one bag, pound bag. bag. Yeah.
0: It was in the pick five. It, yeah. it a lot of them. <laughs> you could get it. It was I like think, the most generic looking bag. Oh, just a white bag, like outline box, Flavorama, number five, barbecue seasoning. <laughs> Flavorite Labs, I think, it was who made it back in the day in Horn Lake.
1: I wonder if we could find any of that. Oh, yeah, they still
0: sell it. Oh, they do? Yeah, it's still, I need to, I need to get some. Just put it in this in the shop here for nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> Flavor Rama number five. Maybe we need to a Killer all number five.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good idea.
0: Nobody would know what it was. Well, there's people that would know. But that's what it, that was when we put that on. We just put it in a whatever kind of pizza dread, pizza shaker cheese shaker thing <laughs> we had. Go to town with it. Only bad thing about it, was salty as crap. It was <laughs> salty and worked, smoky. Yeah, it
1: probably worked on chicken that way.
0: Yeah, it didn't matter. I was putting it on there and charring the crap out of it. <laughs> so I'd put that on there and I'd throw it on that hot grill and I would stand there the whole time. Somebody would bring beer. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I'd have tongs in one hand, Miller Lite in the other, and we were flipping chicken. And you just you put it on there and get by the time you got and usually usually I do two or three bags. Because everybody wanted to eat the chicken too. And I know I needed a box, you know, enough to put in a turn-in box. And so I would just constantly fill a grill up with chicken. By the time I got them all on, it was time to flip them. By the time you got them all flipped, it's time to flip them again. And you just repeated that process until they got to about 150 internal, 160. And then I'd pull them up, put them in a pan. And as I got all of them in the pan, I would take barbecue sauce. And back then, no joke, I was going to Topps Barbecue and buying their sauce, and I'd mix it with corkies, and that was the sauce that went in the pan. And I'd fill the pan up, you know, not fill it up, but I'd drizzle it all over it. And then I'd take each piece and kind of flip it around where it make sure make sauce, sauce was sauce. on it, load it back on the grill, do that same process again until it was all charred. And it's not like completely, you know, like burnt all the way across. No, you just, get it just has charred bits and edges and corners and pieces. So it tasted like really, really good chicken that you couldn't dry out, it had been brined in this, yeah. you know, zesty Italian dressing. Thighs,
1: anyway. Yeah. Had
0: flavor through and through. I mean, it was it was fantastic. It was really, it's really good eating chicken. And you could do it, I mean, you don't have to do it barbecue style. You could do that Greek style. You yeah. could do that yeah. Italian style. You could do it you know, kind of a Mexican style. Whatever flavors you wanted to go with charred up chicken like that, you could definitely do it.
1: And so you'd load up a turn-in box?
0: Yeah. So turn they Turn it in? Yeah. They, you, I don't even know could you garnish? The, you could turn in a yeah you could garnish yeah, you the ancillaries. The ancillaries. yeah so we so that's when Waylon would come in and I would give him the pan of my chicken, and usually what I would do is I'd take scissors, kind of trim it up, try to make them look like uniform pieces after. after they were done, okay. <laughs> I'd cut off a little chart, you know some of the but I was just trying to make them all, yeah, where because you know you get those thighs and they're not evenly shaped, but that center cut piece of it would be, and so I'd have me a box of them, we'd stand them up and kind of fan them, and there might be. I don't know, two dozen pieces in that box. See, so I loaded them up. Yeah, and we took we'd take a pepper and put it right in the center and cut like the you could cut the top out of it, but cut it to where it looked like it had flames, like a red yeah, or orange right. pepper. And then we'd put some of that sauce that we char glazed, you know, grilled it in, and that's gonna go in there and we turn it in and man, it was it killed you, it. You want a lot of first place with yeah, that. Yeah. I mean i paid Back for Weber Grill several times. <laughs> that charred up <of> the <laughs> burn ass chicken, and that's what people started calling it. Burned-ass chicken. Oh, there was one Strikes time. Strikes again.
1: <laughs> there was one time. I think it did get a little burnt. <laughs> we turned it in anyway. In it. First
0: place. <laughs> that was when some other team, Uh, there was like a junior team was doing it. Oh, yeah, at, yeah,
1: yeah. Like Shaq's team or yeah, somebody.
0: Yeah. And I went over there with them. No,
1: it was pig knuckles.
0: that <laughs> was that yeah, yeah, Pig knuckles. Not moose knuckles, pig knuckles. <laughs> yeah, and they burn it. I mean, they burn it slap up. And I went over there and was like, ugh. Let's sauce it and so see what we can do. In <laughs> first place. It was like, if you would have seen that box, you'd have been like, there is no way. <laughs> Barn ass chicken strikes again. <laughs> um,
1: I had just had a flashbite. You were talking about what you did on Friday night at the barbecues. Once the chicken was turned in, then you became the DJ. Yeah. <laughs> that was like your favorite
0: thing. I still, I mean,
1: you still would do that.
0: Heck, that's why I love I don't, I, Nobody does that at barbecues anymore. It used to be a party. Yeah. Like you went and we I mean, I wanted to bring a trailer full of speakers and amps and the booth and everything. I mean you hired had. a bartender yeah. We yeah. hired a bartender. Hired a bartender yeah. and a bar back. <laughs> yeah. Man. It was we had the thing. strawberry chair yeah. and the ice luges. and it was great. It was those were the party days, man. Those were fun. That was when barbecue was, was fun.
1: Old M I M contest.
0: Is that where like strawberry cream shots came from? Yeah, yeah. it was. It really was. All the stuff I cook, a lot of that stuff I cook comes from those days. <laughs> 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 those are good days. After uh, we I got, weren't like I mean, I'm not saying I wasn't serious about barbecue. The con, I wasn't serious about yeah. the contest. I could care less if we won the barbecue contest. I know there was times I told you if I can't, par- if we can't have this party, I'm not even going to do it. And then I guess as I got older, the party and quit. I, I mean, for us going to a barbecue contest I mean this it, it always started like on Wednesday Wednesday was like family night yeah you didn't bring out the speakers and the but yeah but you
2: Thursday, set up, you yeah you
0: started setting up. up Thursday was party night Friday was ancillaries and party night Saturday was rough <laughs> but that was turning and judging and then party night <laughs> and so we started we and that's how we did barbecue contest. Well, it goes to KCBS and people don't show up till Friday.
2: Yeah.
0: And then they're all in their trailers. Nobody's got radios. <laughs> I was like, well, what is this? And then Saturday, it's like, and then everybody packs up so soon as they're through cooking. I was like, y'all ain't staying. I mean, we pack up tomorrow on Sunday. Yeah. No, none of that happens. So, yeah, but in case we admit it and yeah, so, so I would do that. And that's how I guess we got a little serious and started cooking a little more. And, I want to go back to the party. <laughs> <laughs> My kids are going to be old enough for long.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a whole different atmosphere yeah. in barbecue condoms. Maybe we're, bringing those, maybe, maybe we're
0: bringing that back. When Michael gets out of school, gets to college. You're
1: going to start your own uh, sanctioning <laughs> Revi- body?
0: Revisited. Yeah. I mean, it's part of you gotta You got to show up on Wednesday. You got to stay on Sunday morning. <laughs> we'll have third ends. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. <laughs> That's pretty much what Memphis may is it is it, and that's where we learned that yeah. from you know I thought yeah. that was the coolest thing when I got you know we got going in barbecue and going down to Memphis and man this you know teams were doing all this big stuff and it was going on for all these days and it was like it was like a it was a festival you know yeah. it was it was a big party and festival that's what I really like about it I mean you know the contest part that's what people are there for I guess to win and all that but I mean that's not gonna break my heart I want. I want to have a good time. Is that bad? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's kind of how you've always had that attitude. I've always had that attitude. <laughs> Win or lose. Win the party. <laughs> I, I remember after I got to know you, I found out the reason you like to DJ so much is because you said all the girls would come to request songs. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> Everybody. They dance to. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, like likes real, like Everybody likes the DJ. real close. Everybody likes the DJ. Everybody's feeding him yeah. drinks. Everybody's like, yeah. yeah. You yep. get your own little spot to stand. Man, there they and- would,
0: they, you'd be st- the devil comes. I guess <laughs> <laughs> was, you never turn around. Somebody's got a shot for you. Somebody's got a drink for you. Somebody lit you a cigarette. <laughs> you know, I was like, dang man, we well, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know your lomits. <laughs> uh, the limits. Limits and limits, dude. Limits and limits.
1: I do remember uh, one of the first contests I ever went to was a Spring Fest, which yeah. is like the gearing up for Memphis in May, or back in the day it was. Um, and I, I I remember me and you had just met. We were just friends or whatever.
0: Was um, that where you had to choke out the guy that was ki- trying to kill Tom, trying to drown Tom in the mud?
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> so the moment I fell in love. <laughs> Shell up, get it there with you. Take it up for a little guy. <laughs>
1: That was in my younger days. That
0: was the New younger days.
1: <laughs> I don't even know where. You didn't
0: I was. want me to tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> I changed that train of thought.
1: <laughs> I just remember I was holding a drink and I looked down there and this dude was, had Tom on the ground, our buddy Tom on the ground. And Trying I'm, to drown him in the mud yeah, hole. and I just remember taking a sip and just throwing my drink
0: over my <laughs> this shoulder. This is time's truth. By the time I could get there, and
1: jumping on in,
0: <laughs> she had that guy by the throat. We dragged him out, threw him over the fence, and out the booth. Tom was like you saved my life. He was so he was so happy. He was like indebted to you. <laughs> it happened so fast. <laughs> uh, oh, those were the days.
1: Sometimes my redneck still comes out every yeah. now and then. Um, anyway. So you want to move on to questions? <laughs> sure.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought this was a really good question. I don't know if you're the right person to answer it. but So this guy, he has a peach tree in his backyard. It's started to die, basically. Mm-hmm. He's pretty sure it's dead at this point. It hadn't bloomed this year. He's talking about harvesting it to use it for the smoker. Yeah. How does he go about
0: that? I mean, if it's not rotted, it should be okay. I mean, you cut it up. I mean, you cut it down and What's, cut it up. See what it looks like. See what the woods like. Sometimes insects get them. I mean, they you know get decay. They're standing yeah. there and you don't know it, but it's. But if it's still good solid wood, you know it could be still be viable. I, I wouldn't be scared to cut it up and check it out. You know that's so, what it looks like. Yeah, you're gonna you'll cut know it down the down. you'll know what the woods like if it's super soft and rotted and all that, or if it's you know mm-hmm. still got its core. You know, if, the, if it's still, you know, the center of it's still pretty solid and strong, it should be fine.
1: Um. So what do you do after you cut it? Stack it up. And just let it hang yeah, out? Yeah, just let it season. Is there a season bit. process? Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, it just needs to lay for a little while. What's I would just, don't while? leave it on the ground. Get it up off the ground, you know, cut it up, get it up off the ground. and in a, I mean, six months, let it sit there. Six you know. months. You can use it green. You just I mean, it's just, it's going to give off more smoke. You don't use it as much. A lot of people use green peach or fruit wood, you know.
1: So what's the process of seasoning the wood? What
0: is It's let the moisture content get out of it. Okay. Is all. And so it and it, that doesn't mean you have to keep it covered up or in something. Season you just want to get it off the ground where it can't sit in moisture. Yeah. Cuz the moisture's steadily trying to come out of it and it's okay if it gets rained on and stuff. Sometimes you see people put a little tarp over their wood rack just on top, but you don't have to. It's fine just sitting there like on a know. back porch. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah or a garage yeah, up, or something. It,
0: yeah, up against a fireplace or wherever. People put them, you know, you can put a wood rack pretty much anywhere.
1: To cut it down, see what you're working with. And-
0: yep, yeah, that's you're not gonna know till you start cutting it up. And if it's soft and rotted and looks decayed, um, you know, it's probably not gonna be good for smoking. But if it's got some weight to it and it's you know still pretty solid, it'll be good to go. Nothing wrong with it. And it could just be dead, you know, and needs needs to be cut down. You just have to cut it down anyway. Or yeah, yeah.
1: Um. So this uh, guy, he purchased a brisket, and he put a picture of it on the community page. Um, The vacuum seal, once he got it home, he realized that the vacuum seal wasn't tight. Yeah. He said he didn't see any leaks. There's nothing leaking, but the vacuum seal ain't tight. He he was asking, should he return it?
0: I mean, I bought meat like that, too, or had a slab of ribs, you know, picked up. By the time you get them home, the bones punched it and let some air in. I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't freeze it in that condition. Because it's going to get freezer burnt, it's been compromised. But I mean, chances are, if you open it, if you open it and it's ruined, take it back. You can tell though. Once you open it, you'll know if it's bad. The meat'll you know have a have a bad smell for one. Probably run you out of the kitchen if it's tainted. But it'll also just have a weird slimy texture. You know, you can you can you can tell if it's if it's bad meat. If there's any second guessing, I'd take it back. You know, but I wouldn't plan on refreezing it or if you're going to refreeze it take, get it out of that package try to get that moisture off of the pepper towel re-vacuum seal it wrap it up in butcher whatever you do to preserve your meat but i like to use a vacuum sealer like mm-hmm. a food saver or we've got some different ones that we use but a uh, wesson i think is one brand that I, that I use at home isn't it
1: yeah i'm not real crazy about that one it's just big and
0: bulky yeah it, it seals up better for the freezer than it does the the food saver
1: <laughs> yeah it, it's that's more true. industrial
0: but, but I would do that. I wouldn't. I definitely don't store it in that package, and it probably needs to be cooked pretty soon too. You see them like that at the grocery store all the time in the bin. I usually skip over those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they look like air's gotten in it, or and all it is is something punctured it.
1: And it could have happened from the purchase yeah. of handling. The you
0: never know them throwing it in the in the counter yeah. at the meat department. You know.
1: Um. If, that's some, if it's something as simple as, like, it's just been punctured, air's gotten in it, it should be okay?
0: Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Depends on how long it's been sitting there. You know, you, you'll know.
1: You just got to open it up and find out mm-hmm. about, like, the tree. Yeah,
0: yeah. You got to open it up and find out. <laughs> open it up and find out. I mean, if it was like that and you picked it up and bought it, I probably wouldn't have bought it, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd look for one that's yeah. the pack- I mean, that's one of my – if I'm looking for a brisket or any piece of meat at the store, I'm inspecting that packaging. I want to be able to fill it. I want it to be pliable in the package. But I don't want to see any air bubbles that's got in. It looks like juices leaked out. I want it you know, it'll be all be contained. So if you buy one where it's real, the, the cryovac's real loose on it, and it's got ev- yeah. it's evident that air is in there with it. That's that's not a good. I wouldn't. I'd skip over that one.
1: When I bought your chickens this week, I ran to the grocery store and bought you three raw chicken, three whole chickens. They were um, with the one brand that we typically buy, all those chickens were like
0: blown up. Oh yeah, like I think a chicken. I like think chicken must off-gas more in that package or something.
1: Is that what it is, off-gas?
0: It feels like it because when yeah. you open it, you know, you get that kind of smell from chicken yeah. as it ages and get some age on it. And even if you'll notice uh, a pack of wings or thighs or anything like that in the grocery store, if they've They're, been sitting there, because most of that stuff um, is froze when they get it and they put it out in there. So you're going, and, going yeah, through a freezer and it's freeze. going, yeah, they probably flash frozen at first and then it's they ship it to the stores and it's thawing out as it sits in those open coolers. I and mean, those coolers are designed to keep it super cold, but they're not going to hold it froze, some of them, where especially where they have the chicken. Because a lot of times, you know, the bottom, and I'll reach down underneath to get bottom packs because I think it's colder. Sometimes those still got a little ice on them. But those ones that have been up at the top and people have been going over, they fill up. Yeah. And that chicken package is tight. Yes. It's kinda blowed out. And I'm
1: just like that just don't. It's like good. it's gotta be
0: the meat off gassing from just breaking down, I guess. So I mean you blow right? up too if they put you in the bag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: um was I right to pass that over? Yeah, that? yeah, okay.
0: yeah. I don't like the ones that are poofed up. You want it tight. Like if you bought a whole chicken or think of like a turkey, I want it, that whatever they got it in that yeah. plastic sucked down tight around it. And the ones you bought were it was Sanderson, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I think they're just fresher to me. In my mind, it's a little fresher. I know it's been froze, but it's a little fresher. Um, yeah. And maybe they put a little. I don't. I don't think they put air in there. I know they put the liquid in there, like because it's been. Oh, Most yeah. of those chickens are in some kind of a solution.
1: Everybody always asks my my turkey. It's usually Thanksgiving. My turkey came pre-brined with the solution. Yeah, yeah. Should I brine as well?
0: Yeah. Always,
1: yeah, because it's not that kind of it's not that kind of brine. <laughs> it's
0: some. I mean, if they didn't, people would complain about you know they think they're selling more meat because they make it taste better. People can't season it themselves, and they're selling that brine to you. I always thought That's, it was the you weight. get that package yeah. up more with a little salt water in it. They're just saying like, it's for flavor, you know.
1: They're selling you a couple ounces of salt yeah. water.
0: Yeah, are there people out there that
2: don't season their meat? The
1: heck yeah. yeah. A lot. We'd oh, be surprised.
2: That's scary to me.
1: <laughs> or their food in general. Yeah.
2: Or don't season it enough. <laughs> like I could maybe see like seasoning less, and maybe you're just sensitive to seasoning or something like that. But just not seasoning
0: it, I, seasoning it at all. You can yeah. take it for granted that everybody knows how to cook, Tyler. <laughs> I guess so so. the majority of the population. There's a lot of non cooks out there. Yes. I was lucky in my life to have a
2: lot of people in my life that yeah. used a lot of seasoning and stuff. I mean, not everybody uses the right seasonings and stuff in my life, but that's.
0: What. Why they sell so many chicken nuggets at McDonald's
2: <laughs> A lot of people can't cook
0: Right?
1: I can't tell you how many times I've gone to people's houses and been like You got you just put a raw pepper chicken, back there? You put a raw chicken in the crock
0: pot? <laughs> and then you want me to take the bones out like this? And you put noodles in it? And this is your signature dish? You ever had one of those moments, Shell? I think I'm speaking truth here <laughs> Yeah, that's really good I have
2: lots of people <laughs> in my life that don't know how to cook the temp <laughs> to cook yeah. raw yeah, meat. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But see at least they <laughs> season it, I guess. <laughs> no, there's a lot of people that can't cook.
1: Mm.
2: There's a lot of people that try to cook.
1: <laughs> oh, uh I've got family members that
0: can't cook. It's crazy. Yeah, see who's bringing the paper plates and the napkins and the ice. If you find those people, those are the people. If you're listening to this and you bring the ice, (laughs) probably can't cook. It's FYI. We always get back with. Bless your heart. Bring the ice.
1: Are y'all going to do dinner? It's it's always with us. We do it all. Um some out. we got Memphis in May next week. We're going to do a live podcast, hopefully down yes. in town.
2: We got any giveaways going away right now, Tyler? Yeah, so if you guys are listening to this right now, there's a giveaway live in the community. If you go to facebook.com forward slash h 2 community, we have some new apparel. We dropped our summer collection of uh, three shirts, men's shirts. We also <laughs> have a woman's shirt coming out pretty soon, uh, but we're giving away those three men's shirts. I believe we're doing five of each, and you're also going to get a couple other goodies with that, and all you got to do is comment down below and... uh Follow the huh. prompt and we'll pick five or fifteen lucky people to win a shirt. So,
0: Tyler had that ready. Jack, <laughs> I'm talking about the spiel. Like that was, I felt like the micro machine commercial.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite one is the Colonel.
0: Colonel shirt. The Colonel uh, shirt.
2: I like the like. I've sent a bunch of my old Miller friends the had to barbecue ride shirt and they love it yeah. so much. Oh really? One of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna have to get y'all some. So they're they're awesome. So. And then you got the pig on the beach shirt as well. So
0: yeah, that's me. Okay. What else you got going on, show, besides Memphis and May? Um
1: you just have we have several recipes coming out. We've been filming a lot, we've been cooking a lot. Malcolm and got, May is uh, in full swing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it is. It's its uh I've got a few more that I'd like to do. That's one I did lately. I ain't gonna lie, man. Those barbecue half chickens were phenomenal. I did yesterday. And I had it's you know, so half chickens is a thing that, and we'll talk more about this probably after Memphis and May, when that video releases. But uh, I, I know I've done one video we, we said, um, probably on do, how to do half chickens, yeah. and it was back yellow oh, kitchen okay, days, okay. I think. Yeah. Why don't we cook more half chickens? They're so good. I know. Like, it is they're really, really, really good. good yeah, yeah, really good.
2: I feel like they're really good for like a family, because you can like yeah. cut up a bunch of half chickens. Yeah. Everybody kind of gets a half and mm-hmm, cook mm-hmm. some sides and stuff.
0: And it's super. Well, easy. Half chicken is a lot of dead gum chicken to eat yeah. too. I mean, you think you're eating four pieces of chicken? How often do you sit down and eat four, a four piece? You know, <laughs> so you usually get a breast and a wing, or a breast and two wings, yeah. or something like that, or you know, two thighs and a leg. But you don't just still sit down and eat a half chicken. <laughs> but it makes. I mean, it's it's really good on the bone. I think I think what I like about it so much is it's still on the bone.
1: Yes.
0: And so you get all those flavors. Of that meat that's next to that bone, and it le- you know it leaches out that marrow and gets in, and it just stays rich. And you can you know brine them, of course, and all that. We'll we'll get into that recipe here in a week or so. Yeah,
1: after Memphis is when that right. one's dropping.
0: So who knows? We've got to edit it, but we have got so much going on. <laughs> Production will probably come to a halt a little bit.
2: Make it happen.
1: Well, I there's some
0: drinks coming out.
1: Oh yeah, you got a rum punch.
0: Yeah, there's a, it's a island. It's my island punch.
1: It's really good. And good I've fish. got a.
0: So wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It'll have you looking for that hammock. Yeah. On that beach. What are we what are we drinking at Memphis and May? are we gonna have Bloody Mary since we've got some, got some Sunday chat. fun day to try? Bullfrogs, of have, course. You're making a batch of bullfrogs. And um, <laughs> <laughs> Do adult pre sons. they
2: have those? No, like I was talking about the mid wars. Great idea, uh, Adult pre
0: oh, yeah. sons. Pretty, I'm sure they do have some drinks like that. I don't know what type fruity stuff. Russell said he's bringing a bottle of Blanton, so I'm looking forward to having me a little sip of that.
1: That's a fancy. Did you
0: buy some? Have you bought liquor yet?
1: No, that's one what I got to do today. How About beer? Uh, about half the beer.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. I, we were loading yesterday, and I was like, "Is this going to last us?" <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no.
0: you got the load in beer,
2: <laughs> no, and
0: like, it's a dropping go. like I so figured that out before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a lot of entertaining that goes on
0: at Memphis. Yeah, definitely. Everybody yeah. comes in. You want to give them a beer, so yeah. a lot of people come in. Yeah,
1: we had some old Budweisers here that I threw in. I'm we'll gonna try to give away down there.
0: They'll, you'll be bringing them back. <laughs> you can leave those. You know, those things are old, out of date. And, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Can't even sell them.
1: <laughs> That's what Mikey said. If you really want to give them away, just leave him out here by the dumpster. <laughs>
2: somebody will get him. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: We have somebody that sneaks up here. And we think they're having romantic time with their friend in our parking lot.
0: I, I called him. I, I thought I got him run off.
1: <laughs> That's what Mikey said. Just leave it out there for that guy. <laughs> dumpster Dave. <Yeah. laughs> dumpster Dave may
0: want that. Oh. So, but you hard yeah, up I'm you come a, look at the art dumpster. what's hog parts and, <laughs> and all the stuff that goes in there. Crawfish body. You don't want to be fifty feet from it. Yeah, we might have so to draw straws who takes the trash out. Yeah. We might. <laughs> no, no. There's, I mean, there's seafood places in town. Yeah, that's true. You <laughs> the buzzard circle. <laughs> We're not that bad. We're not doing food all the time.
1: <laughs> well, that's all I have for today, Mount.
0: Well, we are geared up. It is Memphis in May time. Um, you can tell I come unprepared for this one. <laughs> I'm thinking about barbecue fest. and How much fun you got fun that it's gonna summer fever? I've got it. You're right. You hit the tone on that oh. one. Summer fever is on us. And uh, if y'all are in Memphis, and, if y'all are in Memphis, or y'all are planning on coming down to the World Championship, man, y'all make sure y'all look look us up or cheer for us uh, if we get our name called. H three three one's our There We are. Mm-hmm. down on the river in the hog division and uh have a good time.
1: Yep. If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's how to BBQ right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and of course YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram.
0: All right, y'all. We're gone.